Well, it was a bit scary there for a while because the Market River Pro looked like it may not be happening from next year, which was a bit scary indeed. There are currently 11 events scheduled on the men's tour and 10 on the women's, with three of those in Australia. And given the other two Australian events are held at famed breaks on the Gold Coast in Victoria, speculation had been rife that Market River had been earmarked to make way, which was just scary news. Katie Price from Surfing WA, hello. Hi, Blackers. Yeah, it's great news. Oh, We've got fantastic. it for another two years. Yeah, I know. How close? Do you know how close it came to us actually losing it? Yeah, there were certainly a few nervous moments um, in the negotiations. I will be honest with that one. I think that's been no secret. Um, it has been quite long-winded the discussions to try and get this over the line. So. Um, very, very exciting indeed. So we've got 2018 and 2019 locked away. That's terrific. And when are you going to start talking about 2020 and beyond? Do you have any <laughs> idea or you, is that sort of putting I, the cart before the horse? I think that will be talked about pretty soon. I mean, we would love to secure it. And, and certainly uh, we've had amazing support from the state government over the years. And um, that's been no different in this case in tourism in WA, of course, as well. So in terms of the local economy, I think they, they say it drives 5.4 million in yeah, it does. to yeah. the southwest economy every year. And if you look at it um, from a, that point of view from the tourism side, um, it's just enormous for our state. And look, we've got world-class athletes from around the world coming um, to sharing, and not only the surf, but also all sorts of tourism activities in the southwest, and they are publicising those to the world. Exactly. So when people are, I mean, you know, that's millions of people watch this online, you know, and on um, sort of uh, pay-per-view and all that sort of stuff, and uh, I tell you what, to lose it. I mean, Margaret River, what an iconic break, and what an iconic event. And for us to lose that would be just ridiculous, wouldn't it? Yeah, certainly. Uh, I mean, it would have been a massive blow. Um, as you say, it, in terms of the, the viewing figures online, it's probably upwards of 2 million every year that tune in just to that webcast online, let yeah. alone all the videos that are posted on um, on the internet and then shared around the world. And even things like social media, you look at the surfers that we have coming, you know, the likes of Kelly Slater, who's got 2 million Instagram followers. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. So when they come down to the southwest, and and they do all love it. I mean, Kelly particularly is so passionate about the area, and you know they head out to the local wineries and yeah. um, the local food providors, and they all share those photos around the world. And um, it, it's a great way for us to show off our state. It certainly. Is. Speaking of Kelly, do you know how he's going with his foot? That that that's breaking that breakage in his foot. You know the bones that he broke in his foot. That looked very very painful. Have you got any oh, idea is, how he's recovering? It is absolutely horrendous. He's been posting quite regularly um, on Instagram and I think it's it's a lot worse than they initially thought. Um, in the beginning, he, he thought he might just miss two events. So it did happen in Jeffrey's Bay. It was during like a free surfing thing, so not during competition, but he described it as his foot folding backwards um, yeah. when it, the whitewash hit it. Um, and basically, if you've seen the x-rays, it's quite horrific. Yeah, but I know. I saw them and I saw the bones <laughs> broken and I went, oh, my everywhere. God, that's yeah, very so painful. They, they say he's uh, out for six months. Of course, he's, he's getting on in age a bit. But if anyone can come back from that at his age, <laughs> he certainly can. Later. I know. He's like Valentina Rossi when it comes to MotoGP. <laughs> they just incredible. They just belie their age. It's just amazing. Katie Price... 
from uh, Surfing WA. Really appreciate that, Katie. Take care of yourself and it's great news. Great. Thanks, Blackers. No and worries. thanks so much for everyone's support down in the southwest. Oh, our well. pleasure. It's, it's all part of us, isn't it, really? Exactly. Take it easy. Well, I've got a lost and found story that involves me. Now, last weekend, not the one just gone, the one before, I sold one of my motorcycles and uh, I had uh, some money in my pocket in an envelope that I was been meaning to bank every day last week but always put off. Right. It was in the pocket of my jacket. It was $1,800 in hundreds. Right. And uh, and uh, I basically uh, came in here on Friday night because we had a few drinks at work. And uh, when I left and got home, um, yeah, jacket, Saturday morning, I, I go to my jacket, pull out my wallet, and uh, hang on a minute, no envelope. Anyway, blind oh. panic. Okay. Look everywhere, tear the place upside down, yeah, outside. It, it, then I started going back over where I was, what I'd done. Uh, so many things. Because the last time that I saw it was like Friday morning when I, when I sort of uh, got some petrol. And... Uh, <laughs> So I've put this spiel on Facebook eventually, and all my friends who are friends on Facebook, uh, Facebook don't actually know the story. And uh, so I, I start looking, and I start looking, and I can't find it. I'm feeling sick, like, you know. Understandably No, I can so, afford yeah. to lose, you know, $1,800. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, you know, everybody thinks radio people are, like, wealthy, but believe me, they're not. Well, I give you crap about I was that just all the time. Si- I was just sick, you know, oh. and I thought, oh, my God, this is going to really screw me around yeah. for a while. So anyway, I started thinking about, where it could be. So I went to the service station. I went down to Woolies. I, you know, I rang a cafe. I did this. I did that. I checked here at work. I did all sorts of stuff. And I sort of worked out that the best place that probably it could be is when I got out of the maxi taxi when I got in here on Friday night. Right. And I thought, okay, so it's fallen in the cab. So I rang the cab company and they, they, they knew who picked us up and all that sort of stuff, dropped me home and no, no, it's not in there. And I'm, think, I'm sort of immediately thinking, well, if somebody jumps into a cab in the back, which is where I was. Yeah. And they find an envelope with that sort of money in it. You've got to be really honest to hand it in. And I still hadn't given up hope because today I was about to go to the cops this morning and just report it just in case somebody had handed it in. And I sort of waited and I sort of thought, okay, let's just go through it logically. I was in the back of the maxi taxi. When I went to pay, uh, Ned was in front and he paid. So I put the wallet back in my pocket and I sort of thought, well... If that's the case and it came out then, which is more than likely that's when it came out of the pocket, I, um, I'll, um, it, it probably didn't fall out till I got out of the maxi taxi, which means it sort of fell on the road. Now, yesterday I was on my way out to Boyne Up to have a bit of a lunch with a few people, hmm. and I was waiting to turn to go to Boyne Up, and I thought, and I had this, this compulsion to, to go and check hmm. right in the street where they dropped us off. Now, mind you, this is 6.30 on Friday night when I dropped it. Yeah, so okay. a couple of days after. Yeah. yeah. Yesterday, 12.30 p.m. lunchtime, Sunday, right? I drive down the road, <laughs> turn into the street behind the station where the taxi dropped us off. And I go, are you joking me? You're kidding. You're kidding. You're kidding me. It's, that looks like it on the road. So I, I, I pull up, get out, and I walk up to it. And it's been in the sun for a couple of days. So it's changed color a little bit. And I thought, that's it. I'm, and I bent down and picked it up. And I thought, there's no way, no, there's going to be any money in there. And I picked it up, and and it was all there. I, I could hard. not, I could not believe it. I could not believe it. The funniest thing, though, my girlfriend's got a bit of a thing with a tea towel with a knot tied in the middle of it. <laughs> Whenever she loses anything, she says, "Tie a knot in a tea towel and put her on the kitchen bench." And I, and I go, "Oh yeah, right. A bit of superstition here, right?" Right. So anyway, <laughs> I tie. I was I was desperate come Saturday. I tied a knot in the middle of this tea towel and I put her on the kitchen bench and she did the same thing at her place. And so when I rang her and told her I'd found it, she went, the tea towel! The tea <laughs> it's tea the tea towel! towel! It's the tea towel! 
<laughs> Talk about superstitious. And I rang my sister yesterday and I sort of said, you're not going to believe this, but I found the money. And I told her the story about the tea towel. She said, you know what you should have done? You should have told her you drove up the street and you turned around the corner, got out of the cab, and there in the middle of the street wasn't your money, but it was a tea towel, but I'm not tight enough. <laughs> <laughs> Your weekend sports roundup. It's out of bounds on the Southwest's Triple M. Okay, dokie, Aaron. How you going there, buddy? Very well, thank you, mate. Although the sad loss this morning of the original Aussie Golden Girl Betty Cuthbert, who has passed away age 79 yes. after her long battle with multiple sclerosis. Our girl Betty, of course, was a four time Olympic gold medalist and she will not be forgotten in a hurry. Great basketball news on the weekend, though. Blackers, the Slammers, save their very best form for the final quarter of their first playoff game of the quarterfinals. One of the comebacks of the season this was trailing by 10 points at the final break. The Slammers scored 38 points and kept the home side to just 25 to claim a vital 97 94 victory over the Perth Redbacks. Another week where we thought the West Coast Eagles were looking good oh, at three-quarter time. On. Another week where we were wrong. <laughs> there, was a, there, was a, there was a last quarter involved and they had to get on a plane to play it. Believe me, things were never looking good. Yes, fair call. The Eagles fading like a curtain in the daylight-saving sun yet again, <laughs> getting beaten by the Saints by eight points. Kennedy did his bit, though, and is now only two goals behind Joe Danaher in the race for the Coleman. Better news for the Dockers. Victorious over the Gold Coast on Saturday night by 23 points. Well led by Nat Fife. Luke Ryan's gutsy intercept marking a real highlight, and good to see Cam McCarthy kick four as well. Tough game for them next up, though, against the Swans at the SCG. Local footy, Bunbury are up to second spot after a 31-point win over the Harvey Bulls. Donnybrook remain in the final hunt with a comprehensive 55-point win over Kerry Park. Bustleton handed South Bunbury a nine-point loss. Harvey Brunswick, Les Chenault back on the winner's list, defeating the Eaton Boomers by 28 points. And Augusta Marga River getting up over the Collie Eagles by 37 points. And one that'll make you happy, Blackers, Mark Marquez picking up his third victory of the MotoGP season at the no, Czech Republic Grand Prix. I, I don't like him. <laughs> So I'm not happy about that. <laughs> that tongue in cheek. All right, mate. Thank you very much. We'll uh, about a bounce again after 8:30 next Monday morning on the Southwest Triple M.